This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for a better mental state. Eliminate self-defeating behaviours and be in more control. With your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a Mind Controlled Life podcast with me, your host, Elaine Blidgen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and maybe even a good night soon. (laughs) How are you today? How's that mindset of yours getting on? Are you making inroads into having much more of a mind-controlled life? Yes? No? Maybe? Sometimes? Well, today... I have, not only do I have a sore throat, so I'm going to sound a little bit croaky, but I also have something a little bit different for you. And this is to help you if you are a self-employed coach or professional, you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, and you just happen to be listening to this for the mindsets and stuff. Not so much for you if you are working, because this is about money. But before I get into all of that, let me just say some hellos, which I tend to forget on this podcast. I just feel like I've known you for ages, even though I've just said what I've just said as the intro. But, you know, it feels much more intimate and I can just get in and say, how are you? And now let's talk about this thing. Hello to you. If you are a new person listening to me, you've decided, oh, that sounds interesting. A mind controlled life. Let me see what that's about. You are always welcome here. Welcome to you. If you are a long-termer, you've been listening to me for nearly a year now because I've had this podcast for over a year. It's turning out to be much more of a vanity project because even though I thought, right, I shall get guests and promote it and do all that kind of thing, at the moment in time, I've got so many other fire irons in the fire, as they say. This is my vanity project. Anyway. Hello to you, my long-term friend. As I've said, this is going to be about money. It's a money mindset mastery audit. Something that I take myself through and my clients through when we need to feel more comfortable charging higher prices, basically. Usually, you would be undercharging you would be giving away too many of your services for free and you would be stuck in that cycle of discounting because if you don't discount, then people are not going to be interested in what you are offering. I can honestly say that I have not been in the discounting kind of place. For me, even though I've not been charging enough, I've never been cheap. Yeah, I've never been cheap. I've always looked at what the average is and charged more than that if I had no clue about what how much I should be charging. And over the years, my fees have gone up because I have understood it was not about me and my worth, but about you and the value you get from the work that I do with you. With that in mind, it's also for you to, if you really want to be a high-end coach or at least charge a bit more for what you're doing, and definitely for you if you don't want to keep giving away your services in this idea that 
You should coach 100 people for free so that they can see how fantastic you are and blah, 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 blah. Rubbish. That's the one thing that I have never done. Thankfully, I was never taught it when I became a coach. It was an anathema. It was, no, you get out there and you get your clients and you charge for them. Goodness me, I don't know why coaches who are certifying you. Anyway, that's a rant. I won't go off on that in that thingy. Let's talk money. So we've established who you are. And the question then becomes, why should you even care? If you are happy with where you are now, or you really do believe that, you should coach for free, or you, what, the prices that you pay are fair enough that you shouldn't price people out the market. This is classic. We've all had those thoughts that we're going to be too expensive, people can't afford us, what about the people that need us? And I'm not going to say anything other than, is this your business or is this your hobby? If it's a hobby, then you can do whatever you need to do. If it's your business, then it is about making money and you're choosing to help other people in their life in exchange for them giving you money. So you both value certain things. And in order to give that other person this thing that they value, i.e. a better mindset or healthier body, great relationships, whatever that is that you do, they're saying that's worth it to me to give you money so that we can both benefit. That's all I'll say on that. So we get to how. How do we then change our own money beliefs so that we can charge, quote unquote, what we're worth, which I don't tend to do. I charge what the value is to the other person, which is a lot easier because if you go down the route of, quote unquote, charging what you're worth, you have to have such a healthy, high self-esteem that it can't work because if you had a healthy, high self-esteem, you'd be charging the appropriate amount of fees. Does that make sense? So you can say, right, I'm going to charge what I'm worth. But if you think you're only worth £10 an hour, that's all you're going to charge. So, But if you think or know that your services are of high value to your clients, then you can charge appropriately. And this is where we get stuck. I can say all that to you and I can say all that to other clients, yeah? And they think, yeah, 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 that sounds logical. That's reasonable. I get that. I get that. Charge what it's worth to the other person. And then I could say, right, go on then. Charge 10 times more than you're charging now. And it'll be, it breaks on absolutely not. Why? Because the money beliefs, your perceptions about how much you should charge will now all come to the surface and it's like wading through treacle to get to that outcome you have got some serious undoing to do yeah so that's where we're at this is why we need this audit to start to loosen some of those ideas that you have around money and how much you should charge to in the end using my recalibration method to get rid of them this is where you will need your own method. If you don't have it, then you come to me and I will help you with that. But we'll get into that later, maybe.
So let's go through this audit. Now, I use this on myself slightly, slightly differently, but essentially this is what I'll use with me and I'll use it with my clients. So in order for you to get an accurate representation of what you actually think and believe about yourself and money and charging in clients and business, I want you to imagine that you are coaching you, that you are your client. So you do it as a third party. So if, you, if you're in business, you will already have heard about the avatar. I want you to create an avatar that is exactly like you. And you're going to ask the questions as if you're talking to your client in front of you because it's much more challenging to do it to yourself. I mean, I can, but I've been doing this for a long time. Make it easier for you. You have you as a, an avatar and you're going to ask the questions as if you're asking it to this other person. But you're going to note it all down. A second tip I can give you is to record the session for yourself. You have to say it out loud. This is not, I repeat, not something that you can do inside your head. You, it, it does not work. You will not get an accurate representation of what you actually believe around the money issue and the charging issue if you keep it inside your head. So obviously then you can only do this either in your car with your phone on your, with your recorder from your phone or in an office where nobody can overhear you because the last thing you want is other people to overhear you confessing your negative money beliefs because it, you, it makes you feel too, too self-conscious. So those are the tips that I can give you. Oh, and the third tip is to make sure that you are in rapport with yourself. As a coach, you know the number one thing you have to do, it's essential, you can never, ever, 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 ever miss it, is being in rapport with your clients. They will not open up to you if you are not in rapport. So you now need to be in rapport with yourself. As you are going through this, you are not allowed to put yourself down. You're not allowed to criticise yourself, condemn yourself and or any of those other things that you wouldn't do with a client. Yeah? If you wouldn't say, well, that was a stupid thing to say. Oh, it's no wonder you've not got any money. If you wouldn't say that to a client, you don't say that to yourself. You don't think it to yourself. You act as if you are, this client is exactly like you. You're building rapport with them. You're saying, it's okay, whatever you say, there's no wrong answers. We're just trying to find what you're actually believing about the situation so that we can disarm it and allow you to then charge high-end fees if that's your goal or at least charge more for your coaching. So let's start with the present moment. This is part A. We'll get straight down into how much do you charge, yeah? I'm going to ask you these questions and I'll give you the reason behind why I'm asking you these questions. Me asking you as opposed to you asking your, <laughs> your alter ego avatar. So that first question, how much do you charge? It's easy. You charge £10 an hour or you charge £500 per package. Whatever it is you charge, you, you, you want that. And you, you say it out loud to yourself. You say the answer out loud and either you're going to re-record yourself or you're going to write it down. You ask this question to understand what value 
you bring, yeah? Or what you think what you do is worth to your client. The next question is why? Why do you only charge X amount? Given that you're doing this money mindset mastery audit to be able to flush out why you're only operating at the lower levels and you want to be at the top end, the higher levels. So why do you only charge X what you what you charge? Again, write it down. Say the answer out loud first and then write it down. Next question. Is your business or service high-end? Probably not if you're doing this audit, but you could be, You, but you may be stuck at whatever level you're stuck at. If it's no, then we want to know why, yeah? And this question will start to trigger some of your negative money stories because now you're going to go into that justification. You're going to start justifying why you only charge what you charge and why it's not high-end, high-end. And you want to capture all of those thoughts. So you can you might say, well, it's not high-end and your mindset will be thinking, that's because people in my niche do not charge £500 an hour or whatever it is, you want to capture all of that. This is the gold, really. This is the gold or the platinum. Next question. Where do you get your price from? Yeah, what, you know you're charging whatever you're charging. Where did you get that from? Did you pluck it out of the air? Did you do some algorithmic um, exercise that gave you, based on this, that and the other, you should be now charging this? Where did you get that from? Did a coach tell you? Did you just hear it? Did you think it sounded right? Did you base it on the averages? Whatever that is, what are you basing how much you charge on? Say the answer out loud, write it down and record it at the same time if you can. Next question, why isn't it less? So you may be charging, say, 50 quid an hour or £5,000 an hour. Why isn't it less? Why aren't you charging less than that? Odd question, but this identifies the strategy behind why you charge what you charge. It's a really, really interesting question. So you think, oh, why isn't it less? Oh, 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 not sure. I think it's because, and you have to answer each question, by the way. Even if you're not sure, even if you think you're making it up, answer each and every question. So why isn't it less? And you may need to ask yourself the same question over and over again if you think, oh my goodness, what do you mean? Why isn't it less? It's not. It's less because um, that wouldn't be enough, you might say. Or it's not less because, ooh, because my coach said I had to charge X number. Whatever it is, say it out loud, write it down. Next question, why isn't it more? Again, this will start to identify more of your money stories, more of your money beliefs. Because you think, well, I can't charge more because nobody in my niche charges more. And you might have one reason, you might have 10. Say them all out loud and write it down. Next question. What value does your service give your clients? And you want to ask, and what else? And what else? And what else? Until you sift out 
all of the value that your clients receive from you doing what you do. We're going to change gears a little bit here now with this next one. How does it feel to coach in this context? So, so far, you've flushed out a few of your money beliefs and your justification of why you are where you are. And we want to now know, well, how comfortable are you in coaching? And you've got three contexts here. Do you feel any negative emotions when you get paid, tell the price, or you market your service? Those are three different contexts for how does it feel to coach in this context. So you might have uh, negative emotions around when you actually get paid. You want to identify that. Thing. Yeah, I tend to feel anxious about it or irritated or angry or resentful, whatever it is. It's all gold. Write it down. You may feel some negative emotions when you tell the price, you know, right, you've got to sack yourself up. Oh, I've got to say that I've got to say it's now five thousand pounds for this package, or it's five hundred pounds, or it's fifty pounds, whatever that is. You may have some negative emotions around that. And then again, when you're marketing your service, you think, Oh gosh, should I just tell them that it's new and it you know, and then you might have some negative emotions around that too. And this is why we want to flush out all the negative emotions associated to money. And we want to get more of your money stories. So you know all that chatter that you have in your head. You really, really, really want to write all that chatter down. So this is best done recorded so that you can go back and listen to yourself. So that you don't have to think about what you're saying. You can just allow the recorder to play in the background as you answer these questions out loud. And write them down at the same time. Our money stories and beliefs will be full of assumptions justifications and the habits and all of those have kept you where you are now all of this is why you're charging what you charge how you do your business how you market what you say to your clients possibly even why you get the rates not the rate the conversion rates that you're getting at the moment too depending on whether you're at the low end and you cannot change your money mindset without first identifying the beliefs that hold your behavior exactly where you are now. If you've been online for any length of time and you've gone into YouTube, my favorite channel of all, and you've looked up money mindset, coach, money mindset, change, people will talk about the money stories. Most of the questions that they get you to ask yourself are superficial at best. They are fine and nice and you think, oh, well, I've got this funny story from my grandparents because they were brought up during the war or from my parents because they always said we couldn't afford anything. And yeah, it, it, these are a factor, but no, they're not really helpful in actually just getting to what you actually believe. Because even if you know that your grandparents had really, really, really negative or limiting money beliefs, it's only what you believe about it that matters. So then we move on now to how many years has it been like this? We want to look at this, this timeline that you've got. So how many years have you been struggling to charge more? That's the next question. How many years have you had issues around how much to charge? And you need a number. So you can say, well, I've been thinking about this and wanting to charge more for five years, three years, two months, one day, whatever it is for you. 
I'm asking this question because I want to trigger that things now need to start to change. Because sometimes when you're confronted with the reality of the ta- of the situation, you think, "Ooh, I've been do- I've been thinking this for ten years." Yeah, you think, "Ooh, that's a bit long," and it starts to chip away at the beliefs that you have, and it makes you much more ready to be open to change. It will flush out more of your money mindset and more of your negative money stories. Next question. What have people said about this? People have opinions about everything. We've got opinions, they've got opinions. So have you had people saying you're not charging enough? Or that's a bit expensive. Well, people pay that. You want to know who's influencing you. That's what we're looking for here. Who is inadvertently influencing what you're doing in your business? Their opinions can carry weight especially when you take on board and you agree with their money stories, you're now adding an extra layer onto why you're doing what you're doing now. And it will be affecting how much you're charging and why it's taking you so long to charge more. Next question. What have you tried to do to fix this issue? This is where you start to list out all the things that you've done over the years. How many books approximately that you've read? Seminars you've been to, online events you've been to, the people that you've spoken to, coaches that you've had, business coaches that you've had, any downloads that you've bought, any trainings that you've bought, any mantras, affirmations, all these things, you write them all down. And it's important that you capture every single one of what you've tried to quote unquote fix your money mindset issues. This is about helping you, one, to remember all the things you've actually tried. Two, to draw your attention to, oh my gosh, I've tried all these things and none of it's worked. But number three, to actually help you to identify whether it's one of your, you have a pattern of trying all these things, but not for long enough. Or you've tried things that were on your own and you'd be better in a group. You know, you want to flush out some patterns here. In, for me, it would be, I mean, I've already identified mine, that I was a flitter. So I have to be so careful because I think, oh, 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 some new stuff, new stuff. And of course, we've only got so much concentration, so we can't then concentrate on this thing here if we're flitting off on this here. And now we get to the summary. So we've gone through... And we found out why you're basing your price on the way it is, what's influencing you, what money stories are starting to come up for you. And we've not yet formally figured out the the main question to get those beliefs. But we've loosened up your mindset so that when I get you to ask that question of yourself, of your avatar, you will now be able to vomit out all those reasons why. But the summary is going to now trigger that reaction. You now use everything you've got so far as a summary before we move on to part B. For instance, you'll say, you have a service that does whatever for your clients that you charge X amount for and gives this value, but you only charge it because 
This is where you get your justifications from. And you feel these negative emotions and you've been feeling them for X number of years, even though you've tried all these different things to fix it. Now, that can be quite confusing, so you'll have to go back and listen to that and write it down. But let me just repeat it. Let me just use an example. So, you are a coach and you are, let's say you are what, an, an eating healthy coach. And you charge £10 for menus to help your clients eat healthily. The value that they get is that they lose weight, they fix minor issues like they fix their eczema or the psoriasis, their aches and pains or their tummy digestion troubles, which now means that they're not bloated, can wear a bikini, can go on holiday, don't feel self-conscious, actually have a lot more energy. And because of that, they're doing more with their young children they are able to get more things done around the house and they can sustain their work at work because they're not falling asleep in the afternoon. But you only charge them £10 because, well, that's what everybody else charges. That's what my coach said I should charge. Most people can't afford more than that. They won't pay me much more than that. And, but when I'm doing this, I feel... A little bit irritated, a little bit annoyed that I can't earn more money. I feel that it's not the right place for me to be in business because I can't leave my full-time work to do this or I'm always scrabbling for money. I'm always having to justify my prices to my clients and I'm always feeling like I'm trying, they're, I, I may be robbing them or something. And I've been feeling like this for six years now even though I have got all the certifications I've got, I've listened to all these downloads, I work on myself every time, I journal, and I've, this is where you'd list through all the things that you've tried. And you come to the end and you say, so you're not where you want to be, you're no further along, and or you're in a worse place than when you started. So then you'd say, so I've done all of this and I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Or in fact, I'm actually worse given what I've just written down. That's all of part A. And you'll know from that, you'll start to think, oh my gosh, really? And this is a good thing because it's starting to flush out and where you are and why you are where you are. And... We can't do anything until you get those money beliefs. Now, part B is now essential and is dependent upon you doing part A thoroughly enough because you've only got one question that you ask. It's only one question that you ask yourself to flush out your true money beliefs, negative money beliefs. And this is, what would a person have to believe to be like this? So this is why you need to have your avatar out there, yeah? What would my avatar need to believe to have all of this, to think like this? You know that summary, yeah? This will flush out all the beliefs that are keep you where you are now. And this is the crux of the matter. 
you've asked that big question, you will now have all these reasons inside your head that you now need to say out loud and write down and record at the same time if you can. Because this is what you are now going to take into part C of this and use that to acknowledge why you are where you are. This is not going to be comfortable necessarily because, and this is why it's always, not even always, this is can be a good thing to do this with somebody else. Because you can now see why you believe what you believe. You might believe, it might come out that you believe, well, the rich are greedy. Or you'd feel too uncomfortable charging more. Or it proves why you're struggling with your prices. This is where you now can think, right, oh gosh, well, the fact that I only charge £10 an hour just proves that I don't believe, or this avatar doesn't believe that they can do more. And you can see the justification when you've got all of those beliefs listed out, such as rich people are greedy, or charging more means that I'm a mean person, or I should help people more. You can now see why you are where you are. And I've said that four times, but you know, this that's it. This is a crutch of the matter. There's only one question you need to ask. What would a person have to believe to be like this? You list them all out. Now, in that list, you will have some of the internal chatter that you've said. You will have some true beliefs in there. You will have some self-esteem beliefs in there. And obviously, because we're not doing this live, I can't see what you've written. And this is where you now need to know which of what you've written, where the beliefs are in that. So if you've got anything that says is, am and are, like people are greedy if they charge more, that's a belief. But if you have something like, well, I don't understand because my, my grandparents had all these issues with money too, and so I can see why. That's not a belief. That is where your beliefs may have come from, yeah? So you're looking for the is, the am, the are. The people are, uh, I am, or this is. Those are indicators of the beliefs. And then the last part is you now, you've got where you are now, you now want to think think about, well, where do I actually want to be? So you want to be charging, go from that 50 quid an hour as a healthy eating coach to 500 pound an hour. This is, this is an interesting one because you now need to look at your service and ask yourself, is your service worth 500 pounds an hour to anyone you may come down with a hard no no way or yeah it could be and if you come down no or yes it could be or yes yes it's fine you this is where you the next question is well what is it that you now need to do to make your service of high value to your target market and you cannot move on until you've done that. So we've got two crucial questions so far. You've got, what would a person have to believe to be like this, to think like this? To, that will flush out all those beliefs. And we've loosened it up with all the, the, the part A of this, the audit part. Now you want, you've got this goal of wanting to charge 500 quid an hour as opposed to 50 pound an hour. You have to have a service that's worth it. So if you're just, let's just say you're, and affirmate, you, you give affirmations out. 
about how to eat healthily or you just give out little cards. Just giving somebody a card is not going to be worth a lot. No matter how good your marketing is, it's not, is it? So that's why you have the second crucial question. What would I need to include to have my service worth more than the 500 quid an hour that I want to charge? You cannot move on until you've done that. And this is where you're going to go off on a, on a, on the tangent now because you now need to figure out, well, what is it I need to include? What is it I can do to make it worth that and more? And only when you get to that point can you then continue on with this audit and think, right, well, I've made it worth the 500 plus more per hour. When you are at that place, your goal then would be to get the clients to be able to pay you the appropriate fee. And I want to put in a a, a contrary to popular belief thing here, because I went on YouTube and I listened to these money mindset coaches and they all talk about installing positive beliefs. And that's not how it works. What you're doing now is you're getting rid of those negative beliefs, which will allow you to take the action because all it is from... From where you are, 50 quid an hour to, to 500 pounds an hour, you are stuck because of two things. You do not have the beliefs that, and, that you can charge that amount of money and your product or service is not worth that. These two things are the only things that are stopping you from actually saying it's 500 quid an hour, thank you very much. Yeah? When you have those in place, you can now then take the necessary action to get it because there's nothing stopping you so you're not you're not having to install any new beliefs you just want to get the stuff out of your way you get the roadblocks out of your way and then you can float freely towards charging what you want to charge and what will happen then is it will set up a mini cycle of right i'll take action i'll do my marketing i'll tell people it's this much and then you're listening out not listening you're noting in yourself how you feel about that because you might feel 100 comfortable at doing it and then that's it We've undone enough of your money beliefs because part in there is that you recalibrate your beliefs, yeah, inside there before you can take the action. So sorry, sorry, I confused you. I should have said that. So you've done your, you've done, you've done your acknowledging, and when you've got that list of beliefs, then you're going to recalibrate all those beliefs. And but then you need to ask yourself, well, where do I want to get to? I want to get to here, five hundred pounds an hour. Then you think, is my is my service worth that? Yes, it is, because I've made it worth it now. Take the action towards asking your clients to pay you that amount of money and note how that feels. Note whether you're doing it. Just note the pattern around all of that. Anything that comes up for you now, you know you've got other money stuck beliefs. You go through the same process of recalibrating them. This is where you have to come and see me or... If you've got your own recalibration method, you do this on yourself at this point. And that is going to allow you to keep taking action towards where you feel comfortable enough to say, yes, it's £500 an hour, thank you. And you're doing that once, twice, three times, ten times, and that's it. That's all there is to it, says me. (laughs) But that is it. You have to loosen everything to find all of the beliefs. You recalibrate on those beliefs. Then when you set your goal to be more than where it is now, 
you can comfortably take the action towards it. And that is it. It's a three-part, three-four-part process. So what do you think? Are you going to use this? Because you can do everything up until you need to take the action towards asking your clients to pay you more. That's the bit where you're going to come unstuck if you do not have a process that will allow you to recalibrate all of those money mindset beliefs and so that they're out of your way as opposed to taking on board any more positive beliefs which will not work because it's like driving a car with a brake on. If you've got a limiting belief that says rich people are greedy then you're charging money that will make you rich. You don't want to feel like you're being greedy. You won't do it. So you get that out of the way and you don't even have to have a, well, rich people aren't greedy. You don't have to have anything. You just need to get it out of the way, just like a roadblock. And then you freely be able to set your action towards your goal. This works and you have to do the work to work it. I do this with myself, with my clients. This is my area of specialism, i.e. changing your mindset to so that you can do the thing that you want to do. And the only difference between what we've been speaking about on the other podcast to now is that they've been based on behaviours towards you in your general life, to you at work, not really about you and your money beliefs, but it's all the same things. We find what's getting in the way recalibrate them all so that they're no longer relevant, the roadblocks out of the way, and then you're free to take the action that you want to take. Yeah? I hope this has been useful for you. If you've got any questions, any queries, if you're not sure, then contact me at elainebelligion.com. Go onto my Facebook channel. Find me on YouTube. You can find me on LinkedIn under my name. And contact me and let's have a talk. Other than that, I wish you every success with this and let me know what it's flushed out with you and where you are now up to. Remember, you can live a mind-controlled life, not because I say so, but because our brains and our mindset is already set up to help us to do so. I'm just here to help you get rid of those roadblocks that are stopping you enjoying a mind-controlled life and I shall speak to you soon.